So this white supremacy thing seems to be just getting into absolutely everything, and it's getting really disgusting. Well, we're going to go over a story today uh, where Oregon has decided that meth is a form of white supremacy, and they base it off all of the contingencies that make up white supremacy. So let's, I read the white supremacy culture handbook and uh, found out that, yep, math is a form of white supremacy. Let's talk about it. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. And uh, this is an interesting article. I, it came out last week from the Daily Wire, which is a conservative uh, news site, if you don't know. Um, this is from uh, Ash Shao. So let's go over this. And it just amazes me at the stupidity or how stupid people... I, I don't even know how to say it. it. It's just... Some of this stuff just doesn't make sense. And it's so off. You've really got to wonder... Are these people kidding or they do they actually believe it? Of course, a lot of normal people probably don't believe it. But let's read this. This is great. The Oregon Department of Education. First off, it's from Oregon. That's got to tell you something right there. The Oregon Department of Education is promoting a program for which teachers that seek to, quote, dismantle racism in mathematics, end quote, allegedly alleging that focusing on finding the right answer is a symbol of white supremacy. Okay, here, here's the story. Math isn't racist. Sorry, already don't buy it. Learn the history of zero and you will know math has nothing to do with race. Learn uh, where the history of the calendar came from, where we came up with the calendar, um, these were actually, all this stuff was were by people of color. So this to sit back and say something as stupid as this, math isn't racist. That's what it comes down to. Fox, uh, continue, continuing with the story, Fox News reported that the ODE, which is the Oregon Department of Education, sent out a newsletter last week that mentions a, path, a quote, pathway to math equity microcourse, end quote, that will occur on February 21st. The course, according to Fox, is designed for middle school teachers to make use of a toolkit for dismantling racism in mathematics, end quote. Here we go. Math is not racist. Math doesn't care what your race is. Two plus two is four, whether you're black, white, or green. The newsletter encourages teachers to sign up for the training, which the New York Post previously reported includes a section with 14 things associated with white supremacy culture, including perfectionism, objectivity, and individualism. We're going to talk about that. We're going to go through it. And basically, math meets all this stuff. So, yeah, you if you buy the white supremacy culture checklist, then, yeah, math is white supremacist. So hold on to that. We'll, we'll get to that list. Objectivity is described in the workbook accompanying, accompanying the training as, quote, the belief that there is such thing as being, there is such a thing as being objective or neutral. 
The program's toolkit also encourages teacher not to focus on a single correct answer, but to, quote, come up with at least two answers that might solve the problem, end quote, and to, quote, challenge standardized test questions by getting the, quote, right, end quote, answer, but justify other answers by unpacking the assumptions that are made in the problem, end quote. I, I don't know how you do that with two plus two. I, I have no idea, but okay, we'll see. The toolkit also asks instructors to, quote, center ethnomathematics, end quote, in multiple ways, one of which is to, quote, identify and challenge the ways that math is used to uphold capitalist, imperialist, and racist views, end quote. <sighs> math is not capitalist, imperialist, or racist. I'll say this after everyone, and in, by the way, the article I'm reading, they make fun of this. They're not, he's not saying that this is normal thought. He wouldn't be putting so many things in quotes. ODE communications director Mark Siegel confirmed to Fox News that the educational program was being advertised and defended it, claiming the training, quote, helps educators learn key tools for engagement, develop strategies to improve equitable outcomes, for Black, Latinx, and multilingual students, and join communities of practice. Okay, uh, you know what? Maybe the teachers, instead of learning about how to how to be multicultural with mathematics, maybe they should actually learn mathematics. Maybe they should learn a little history. Maybe they they should learn a little bit about reading and literature because it seems like they're wasting a crap. First off, they're not doing anything right now. Nobody's actually in school right now. But it seems like they're doing a lot of this, this woke BS and not enough teaching. And I know I, I've got a, I know a kid who's an AP, which is honors history, and she didn't know who the first president was. So that shows me something. Oh, and the second thing, math doesn't care if you're black, Hispanic, or don't speak English. Math is its own language. People in Japan, people in Africa, people in Mexico, people in Europe, people in the United States, people in Canada, all do math the same way. 2 plus 2 is 4 in Africa, Asia, Europe, and America, and South America. It's the same thing. If anything, math should be considered not racist because it is done the same way everywhere. This is simply the latest in a string of, quote, anti-racism, end quote, teachings that insist the core of education is based on white supremacy. As the Daily Wire has documented, San Francisco has been intently focused on race in recent weeks instead of growing number instead of the growing number of student suicides and mental health crises caused by the continuous closure of schools. While students suffer, the school district seems more concerned with tackling race perceptions, focusing on renaming schools based on historically inaccurate information and debating the racial makeup of an all-female volunteer council. As the Daily Wire reported, the San Francisco School Board spent two hours debating whether the gay father of a mixed-race child was diverse enough to sit 
on a parent advisory council that was currently made up of only women and had additional open seats. The school board has also spent time renaming numerous public schools based on a historically inaccurate Google Doc and claiming acronyms are a, quote, symptom of white supremacy culture, end quote, while replacing one acronym with another. If you think that renaming schools because of racism doesn't have anything to do with math now being referred to as racist, keep your panties on. Math, history, philosophy, science, and literature are all tied together by the left. So let's get into this. Let's talk about the checklist for the white supremacy culture, shall we? I spent, I went and I decided to read these 14 signs of white supremacy culture because I wanted to see if the left was actually thinking what the left was actually thinking about when they started screaming that mathematics is a sign of white supremacy. And I understand now why they think that. I mean, their list of 14, uh, their, their checklist of white supremacy is crap. But if you do believe that crap, you could sit there and say that mathematics is, um, mathematics is white supremacist. Well, here's the other thing I learned. I'm a white supremacist. Do you know why? Because I do a lot of these things on a daily basis. I do believe in a lot of these things on a daily basis. Maybe we should actually have a podcast just going over this list because none of this list is really anything. None of this list, they're basically pointing at good things about an individual and making it into a bad thing. All right. So we're going to we're going to go over but 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 let's just talk about math. Let's just talk about math and and some of and the um checks check uh list based on math only. We shouldn't understand this stuff though. We shouldn't because it's everywhere now. It's how we interact with interact with people. It's how the HR we interact with our HR department. This crap is going to be taught to you when you're out at work. So it's going to be a thing. It's good to know what this is. It's also good to push back on it. Because this is this and it's not pushed back as an individual, but as a group of people sit back and say I'm not doing this crap. So, here are the ones that really are used to prove that mathematics is racist. I uh, I think I only have about maybe five of them of the 14 in the list. Uh, like I said, I think we should go over it. If you go to dumbassestalkingpolitics.com, you can actually read this stuff from the White Supremacy Culture West uh, website. So called showingupforracialjustice.com. Um, absolutely insane. So the first one is perfectionism. So perfectionism is a sign of white supremacy. Well, that's where I realized I'm a white supremacist and because I strive to be perfect in anything I try and do. I don't think that's a bad thing. I, don't, I definitely don't think it's white supremacist. I'm on this podcast. I write out uh, my scripts and I do it so I can have the cl closest to a perfect podcast as I possibly can. And I don't see anything wrong with that. And I may not... Reach perfection, but you know, I try. 
and I'll keep trying and I'll learn from my mistakes. Well, this is this proves that I'm a white suppress, uh, supremacist. Now, what they are really bringing up with perfectionism, and the reason I also apply this to math, the reason they're bringing it up is because people who do less of a job typically feel less valued than the person who does a better job. It's basically trying to get rid of a meritocracy. I'm the best at what I do, therefore I should get paid the most, I should get the most acknowledgments, I should also get the most responsibility. They want to make it, what they're saying is that in a business, it there should be a, there should be a culture of appreciation for all, no matter what they do. I think this is crap. If you do a crappy job, you should not get the acknowledgement that someone who gets, who does a fantastic job. And if you do a crappy job, you should not get paid more like the guy who does a great job. This is, this is the whole problem when you get into things like um, uh, raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Like I said earlier, if you can't convince me that you deserve $15 an hour, you shouldn't be getting $15 an hour. Your work should be proof that you deserve $15 an hour. But we're trying to eliminate in the, that in this society. And this has been going on for a long time. This everyone gets a trophy culture that we have been pushing for the last 20 years. Is This is the result where you don't have to perform. You don't have to be great. You don't have to try. And things will just be handed to you. And you see it with the younger generations when you work with them. I mean, there there was a time where you actually got yelled at if you, you messed up at work. But we don't do that anymore. Math also is a proof. This also proves white... If you believe perfectionism is a point of white supremacy, you also have to believe that math is white supremacist because math is technically perfect. There is a right there's a right and wrong answer to math. Two plus two is four, and it's four everywhere, and it's not going to change. And if you say two plus two is five, guess what? You're wrong. Now, how do we know this? Well, I don't know. We've used math to, I don't know, land on the moon, fly to Mars, take pictures of Pluto. We've used math to do this stuff. We've used math to make computers. We've used math. So obviously, math is pretty perfect. We may not be able to understand it, or we may not know everything there is to know about it, like the speed of light and how much fuel it takes for the speed of light, which, by the way, is relativity. That's, um, that's uh, Einstein. But at least we can figure this out via math, and people have invented technologies based off math. So we know math is pretty perfect. Only one right way to do things. Well, duh. There's one, there's one right way, there's one right answer when it comes to math. Uh, this is what the Oregon district is, school district, and most of the education system is actually trying to change. 
They're trying to make it that math can have alternate, alternate ways of being done and likewise, to go a step further, alternate uh, answers. They're tr- it, 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 Common Core has been pushing this since the Obama administration when they implemented this. They try to implement alternate ways to come up with the same answer within mathematics. This is where you do that weird box thing with, with multiplication. Um, does it work? Uh, yeah, I guess. Is it easier to learn? No. As a matter of fact, I can come up with an answer half the time I had come up with it in my head simply because I've memorized the multiplication table and I learned how to do it. And, of course, I've been practicing for years. So, with math, there is only really one right way to do it. So, according to this, yes, this point on white supremacy culture is would make math racist. Either or thinking. In math, that's all you do is either or thinking. It's either right or it's either it's either right or it's wrong. Two plus two is four. That is right. It's not wrong. Two plus two is five. That is wrong. It is not right. The left can't have that. In ethnomathematics, which isn't even a thing, there can be two right answers. And that answer is based on your culture you belong to or the color of your skin. So in Mexico, two plus two might be five, whereas in Africa, it might be three. In America, it might be four. This is, this is insanity. I would like to see, and, and what, what's anything, math just proves that it has nothing to do with race. Because do you realize they went to space in China? They're not white. And they're using the same, because they're using the same math we're using in the United States. It has nothing to do with race. But either or thinking, so right off the bat, that is white supremacist, white supremacist culture. This is, I love this one, individualism. Okay, let's be clear about something. The purpose of calling everything white supremacy is to say that our country is systemically racist. Once everyone believes that the system is racist, we can then change the entire system. The system the left wants to implement is socialism. Socialism does not acknowledge individualism. Math is a measure of a person's capacity. And it's not just math. A capacity is what you are able to do. Okay, but math is a measure of capacity. It's a measure of reason. It's a measure of logic. Reading to a smaller extent is another measure. History is a measure. Science is a measure of an individual's capacity. Some people are good at math, some aren't. In the Army, you're actually tested in math and logic to determine what job you'll qualify for. The left can't have that. Because there is no individual. It's all a collective. It, it, your, your mathematics skills are irrelevant. They don't want you to be an individual. So I threw that in there, not necessarily because it proves math is uh, 
part of white supremacy culture, but math is a way to calculate someone, an individual's uh, capacity. So I'm really, I'm, I'm actually pretty good at math. I'm pretty good at math. You're not. They can't have that because that makes us individuals. And we can't, they can't have that individuality. It's all about the collective. Progress is bigger, more. Mathematics is nothing but progression. So right off the bat, this meets the white supremacist culture model. First, you learn to add, then subtract, then multiply, then divide, then fractions and decimals, and so on. Algebra, uh, um, uh, geometry, physics, it, it goes all the way up. The further one progresses, the more confidence that individual gains. The more confidence, the more of the establishment of the individual. You got to understand something. What school is supposed to be teaching you is how to survive, how to grow in confidence, how to grow in capacity so that you're able to actually go out and survive the real world. Kindergarten is doing that. You're teaching your numbers. You're teaching your colors. School is not sitting. School is not really meant to be some sort of indoctrination into whatever. It's to sit there and develop your skills and develop your confidence, so that when you graduate from high school or you graduate from college, you're actually able to go out there and become a functioning member of society. Schools don't do that anymore. They don't want you to do that anymore. And anything that progresses you to the point where your individual individuality is actually made or actually uh, progressed is a bad thing because they don't want you to be an individual and they don't want you to become confident. They want you to be confident, scared, nervous, so that you can depend on the government. That's what the goal is. Finally, objectivity. This is the last one. Uh, this is definitely mathematics. Mathematics is does not is not influenced by feelings or biases. Doesn't care. Two plus two is four. Doesn't mean mean anything if you're feeling sad today. It doesn't mean anything if you're insulted because of four. One plus one is always two. Math doesn't care how if you're happy today, or if two is offensive because you're single. Your girlfriend just broke up with you. You're single and you are offended by someone saying two. It just doesn't care. Also, in the long run, objectivity is something we want to eliminate in our culture today. Because objectivity is truth. It's reality. It doesn't care. For example, if you look at, let's say, transsexuals and you objectively think about it, forget your feelings, forget whatever, you could say, well, there's a man that's dressed as a woman, that's a man. Objectively, that is absolutely true. That is not a woman, it's a man. It's just a fact. 
It's a fact. And your feelings about it do not change the facts. The being subjective and saying, well, you know, I guess it could be a woman. It doesn't change fact. Math, there is no object, there is no subjectivity in mathematics. Two plus two is four, period. End of story. And my subjective feelings about it have nothing to do with it. It is objectively truth. Well, this is a problem. The left cannot have objective truth. This is why you see things like, well, there could be two answers in mathematics, depending on your skin color. This is why you see uh, men who say they are women are actually women because this is all subject. They're trying to make facts into something that's not objective. It's subjective. So men can be women. That's a, that's not objective. That's subjective. That is based on your personal opinion. How do we know this? Because Johnny can call a man a woman and a woman a man, and I can say is, no, that is a man dressed as a woman. And I don't care he cut his penis off. That's the difference. Always remember this. If someone can disagree with you, it's subjective. Um, but does that mean there is no objective truth? Right? There is an objective truth. We may not know what it is. For example... Is that man is that man dressed as a woman who had surgery and had his his junk cut off? Is that a woman? The answer is no. The objective truth is that person is not. That person still has an X and Y chromosome, so that person is objectively a man. The objective truth is that's a man. Now my Another example would be like the death penalty. This is an this is one where we may not have the objective truth, whether it, it, it it's I'm right or my fiance is right. Josie and I got into an not an argument but a debate yesterday about the death penalty. I'm very pro death penalty. She's very anti death penalty. Well, she made some very good arguments. I couldn't answer her, and then she, I made some very good arguments, and she couldn't answer me. And that, I mean, she even tried to throw the Bible in it, which I think is a lousy debating tool. And then I was able to just say something else from the Bible and through religious history, and she couldn't answer it. So there is something that we just don't have an objective truth on. We don't know what the absolute truths are. Absolutism, objectivity, these are things the left doesn't want. These are things that they they will lose every debate if we always use reason, objectivity, and search for the absolute truth. So what is the story? Why is this? Why, why is mathematics suddenly being called white supremacy? Here's the, here's the deal. White supremacy is just a keyword. It's a token word. It's like being called a racist. All right. The war is not against math being white supremacists it's a war against objective truths it's a war against reason mathematics are objective truths people have actually created mathematical formulas theories that they believe prove the existence of god 
Mathematics is what makes capitalism run. Because mathematically, we can prove it. It is objective truth. And it's not just math. It's not just math. Objective truth is being attacked everywhere. It's being attacked in science. Uh, Climate change, probably not going to end in 10 years. The world's not going to end in 10 years because it's going to get warmer. We don't have the objective truth, but we do have enough mathematics that say, guys, we are looking at the world is... um, If we go down the road we've been going for the last century and a half and we've actually been keeping track of the weather, we're looking at this not happening in 2020, but probably happening in 2100, and economists have already used mathematics to prove that the GDP needed to calm calm, uh, or deal with climate change is not as bad as everyone thinks it's going to be. I mean, these are object. These are facts. These are, these are facts, combined with mathematics for forecasting. That is just simple. That is just simple logic. And you can formulate maybe not a truth because we just don't know, but we can formulate reasons to say no. We're not going to do this. We do it in so science. The other science, of course, is obviously the sexes, sex and gender. Right? That well, objectively, there are two sexes. That's it. Male and female. There's no third sex. There's no eighth sex. There's no forty-fifth sex. But the left wants to confuse things to say it's all subjective. There is no absolute truth. And I'll I'll come to why they are want to kill absolute truth. All right. Well, they, they are looking to kill absolute truth. That's what they're trying to do. Abortion is another one. Scientifically, we now know, and matter of fact, we knew this about four years after Roe versus Wade was passed. We know that conception is when you have a separate human being. It's on conception. That That is, we have used the genome and DNA to prove that. That is objective truth. But we can't, can't do that. People need to throw subjective deals in there and then they call you a racist or a sexist if you disagree with them. Right? I'm a bigot because I think a man is a man and a woman is a woman no matter what they dress in. I'm a bigot. If you don't believe in abortion, you're a misogynist. If you don't believe we're systemically racist, you're a racist. That's By the way, that's not a real debating tool. Calling me a racist, calling me a, calling me a racist because I don't think we're systemically racist, it really destroys things because I can sit there and prove we're not systemically racist. You're going to have a hard time, and that's happened to me before. I it's happened to me with family members who said, "Well, that's kind of racist." Uh, how is me saying we're not systemically racist racist? Why don't you prove to me we're systemically racist? Tell me a system. It's too destroy objective truth. Now, this is why I think the left does this, is everything is about the government. The government is the 
almighty power and the government creates truth. That's what they believe in. I believe in objective truths. I believe in absolute truths. I think there is an answer for anything. There is an answer for everything. Maybe we don't know the answer, but that doesn't mean there isn't an answer. I believe God has an answer. And just not understanding the answer doesn't mean there isn't. So objective truths have to be destroyed because basically you can sit back and say, um, God does have a plan. God does know the answer. Abortion is murder. Uh, a man is a man. Woman is a woman. But the problem is we need to, the left needs to do is they need to confuse things. They need to make it because if there are objective truths, if there are absolute truths, the left has to debate their crappy policies. They have to come over here and tell me that, um, no, a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man. A man can get pregnant. They have to be able to defend that. If I sit there and say that's crazy, all they have to do is then call me a misogynist. So if we accept a world where everything is subjective, including mathematics, then nothing can be wrong. Here's the problem. China loves this stuff. They, Russia and China, you got to better believe they absolutely love this stuff. I, can you imagine if we decide to make it so that math is subjective? Um, there are no absolute answers. There are many ways to get to many different answers. And then we try and go to the moon on that stupid theory. What would happen if we we said that? Okay, well, you're a NASA you're a NASA physicist, and you sit back and you say, well, it could be this or it could be that. It just depends on how you go. And you guys are these guys are sitting there arguing about numbers, and meanwhile they're going to launch uh, four guys into space and have them land on the moon with a subjective math model. How's that going to work? And by the way, what what is wrong with math and science? What is wrong with objective uh, truth? Look at what it's given us. I'm making this this thing on a 400, this podcast on a $400 computer that is using nothing but math, ones and zeros using binary, but it's using nothing but math. And it's objectively correct. We drive our cars, our phones. Everything was made through science, which is objective and truth. Um, your phones are going through satellites. Satellites that are using Einstein's theory of relativity to be able to change signals based off the speed of the satellite in the in space because the speed of satellites going a lot faster than you are so time changes on a, that satellite that's been proven time changes on that satellite and so it's got to make sure it can adjust that for when it hits your phone that is math that's objective that is something some guy came up with 50 years, 60, 70 years ago, 80 years ago. Why is this a bad thing? Object 
the one reason we need to push against this is because it's beginning to fill our head, fill our children's heads with crap. It is making, it is, these people are going to grow up. These kids are going to grow up. They're going to end up running this country. Hopefully I'll be dead before that happens. But they're going to be running this country with all this pollution in their brains that nothing is objective, nothing is truth. When that crap happens, that's when you see the end of our system. That's where you see the end of our innovation. It's not just democracy. It's not just the end of capitalism. It's the end of the market. It's the end of individuality. Because they don't believe in individuality. That's what these schools are trying to teach. It's the end of innovation. I mean, if we're learning there are three different answers to 2 plus 2, how can we innovate anything if we can't even objectively say 2 plus 2 is 4? I, we are taking our children's ability to think away. And the funny thing is, with something as unmalleable, unchanging, and objective as mathematics, what do you think they're doing with our culture? Our history. You've got the 1619 Project, which, by the way, I didn't forget about the the uh, uh, other one, the 1776 Commission Report. I just haven't done it yet. But we can't even look at... How can we look at history and be sure it hasn't been changed? Everything's malleable, remember? 1619 Project said, oh, we're just going to revise history. They think they can revise... I, if I can revise my sex... Why can't I revise history and make it into a hateful history? I could come up with some doozy as far as our history. I mean, we're, we're sitting back and we're looking at Abraham Lincoln. Talk about revision of history. Abraham Lincoln was a racist. The man who started a civil war to end slavery is now being considered in San Francisco a racist because he didn't care enough about the blacks. He wasn't anti-racist. He just wasn't a racist, or he said he wasn't a racist, but he probably really was. That's revisionist history. Our children are learning that Abraham, soon, 10, 15 years from now, Abraham Lincoln is going to have uh, had slaves. Because we just keep changing things. This is why objectivity needs to stay, and, object, and, and subjectivity needs to be put where it belongs, which is in the theory that, well, your feelings don't prove a damn thing. Okay, this was a fun one. Um, I You can tell I didn't script it because I think I was a little bit all over the place. Okay, you can follow me on uh, Parlor at Dumbasses Talking Politics. You can follow me on Twitter at Runninfool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can... Uh, Download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and YouTube. Uh, and you can visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I haven't actually finished the article for this podcast yet, but it'll be out later on tonight. This is Gene. Have a great day. And you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Mm -hmm.